Hello and welcome to Safe Travels. I am your host, Damien. The Safe Travel Show is about finding expert advice so that you can enjoy worry-free travel. Today, we're talking about a very unique service that I was not very familiar with. It's non-emergency medical transportation. Now, before you bail, hear me out a little bit. This is a unique service. You probably don't need it now, but you might need it someday. Imagine a grandparent, they're in another state, they have medical needs and you need to move them, but a private medical flight could cost an astronomical amount of money. Today's guest is Bob Batchelor, and he runs a company called Flying Angels. He's going to answer all of your questions, but basically it's a very smart service that helps you when you need to move someone that has medical needs and you don't want to pay for a private flight. It's a pretty short show. He covers everything. He's got some great details and stories about the service. Show notes will be available. Visit our Twitter feed at Safe Travels FM. That's the handle. Please enjoy this discussion with Bob Batchelor from Flying Angels. Bob, thank you very much for joining today. Damien, it's a pleasure to be here. Would you mind introducing yourself to the audience so they can understand what it is that you do and your area of expertise? Absolutely. So my name is Bob Batchelor, and I am a flight nurse. I've been a nurse for 25 years and a flight nurse for the past 15. I'm currently the managing director of Flying Angels. We are a unique medical transport service. We have doctors and nurses around the country and around the world who accompany people who have medical needs on the commercial airlines like Delta, United, Lufthansa. So people who need to be transported somewhere, but don't necessarily need the ICU level of care of an air ambulance, but at the same time can't fly by themselves, can fly on a regular scheduled commercial flight with one of our doctors or one of our nurses and we do this both domestically and internationally. You mentioned it a little bit how the service works, but can you paint a picture of the problem? How can the listener find themselves having this problem to solve? Well, let me bring up a couple scenarios that we've run into very recently, and some of them are actually very common. Let's say that you have a mother or grandmother who has some dementia and some mobility impairment, and she is in a facility down in Florida, and the family wants to bring her up to New York. Now, let's say the family is scattered all across the country and they're quite busy and really don't have the time or the expertise to navigate an airport. They will call us and we will make all of the arrangements bedside to bedside, work with the discharging facility, the doctors, and we will send one of our staff down, usually a critical care trained registered nurse, to pick up the patient and we'll We'll pick up grandma at the facility where she is, take her to the airport. Our nurse will fly with her on the regularly scheduled commercial airline, again, Delta United, up to New York. And then we will take her to her final destination. So it's a, it's a bedside to bedside service. Another scenario that we actually just completed last week, there was a gentleman who was in a hospital in Philadelphia. And he had had a, quite a severe stroke that had left him completely impaired, couldn't move at all. And he had a tracheostomy and he was getting oxygen and his family was out in San Francisco and they wanted to move them out there. Now, they were initially given the option of an air ambulance, which I think their quote was about $120,000 to fly them across the country. What we wound up doing is we took two of our nurses, myself being one of them, and we went to the facility and we actually were able to use our specialty equipment, our special reclining chairs and our special lifts. And we were actually able to take them up to New York and then put them on a nonstop flight from New York out to San Francisco. And the cost of the family was a fraction of what an air ambulance would have cost. And he got 
medical attention all the way through the flight. So you mentioned air ambulances, and I'm wondering about the alternatives. Let's say non-emergency medical transport didn't exist to your service. Mm -hmm. What would the alternatives be? Is it air ambulance? Basically, yes. The, the only real option people have to get folks longer distances who have medical needs and need medical attention is a fully loaded out air ambulance, which can provide an ICU level of care. And, and again, some people do need that ICU level of care. So they're a terrific resource. But for many people who are traveling, that's really overkill. Okay. And can you describe a little bit about how the process works. When someone gets in touch with you, are there a lot of details necessary as far as what their condition is? Do you need to go and visit them first before you arrange the care? How does that work? Absolutely. When somebody first reaches out to us, we get a a general idea of, of what their needs are and we'll be able to provide them with an approximate quote as to what the costs would be. Later on, what we'll do is we will coordinate with the uh, discharging facility, the hospital, social workers, the case managers, the doctors, if need be, to get a full picture of what the patient needs and, and how they're presenting. And we'll interface with them to come up with a complete plan to make sure that we're bringing the proper equipment, whether it's one of our specially designed custom wheelchairs that recline, whether it's portable suctioning we'll use for patients who have tracheostomies, portable oxygen for folks who are dependent. And from that point, we'll put our plan forward. We don't actually visit the patient in advance of travel. Our nurses will definitely uh, fly out the day before and see the patient at that point. But by that point, the entire plan has been put in place and the nurse is doing a pre-flight visit just to make sure that we haven't overlooked any detail. There's a myriad of details that go into this that our coordinators take care of, including getting medical clearances with the airlines, letting the airlines know what equipment we're bringing on, making sure that nobody is surprised all through this process. And you mentioned airlines. Which different airlines do you use? Is there a selection that you prefer or is it generally any commercial flight? We generally, domestically, we generally stick with the major carriers, Delta, United, and American Airlines. We will use some of the other carriers like Southwest if they have a nonstop flight from point A to point B that the other carriers don't have. I I certainly mean no disrespect to the other carriers. My family's a big fan of Southwest. They offer a terrific service. One of the concerns that we run into is most of the discount carriers don't offer first class seating, which is where we put our patients, and they don't have medical desks where we can actually get the clearance for the equipment that we want to bring on. Also, one other issue is if we have a, a problem on a flight and we're flying, say, on American Airlines, where the flight gets canceled or there's some other issue, they will often put us on another carrier to get us to our destination. Whereas if you're on a Southwest or a, or a Spirit or a Legion and there's a problem with your flight, you're really just kind of stuck. I see. So you're selecting airlines based on, it seems like primarily a direct flight is very important, but then some of the other things that they can offer you like first class seating and then some extra services for your equipment. Exactly. As I mentioned, you know, we have used Southwest in the past or JetBlue in, in a case where they're offering a nonstop flight, which a nonstop flight in a coach arrangement where we'll actually take a, a third seat. So it's just the nurse and a patient in a full row is probably beneficial to making a uh, connection. It really depends on the patient and the patient's needs, but nonstop is usually our preference. Right. And can family members accompany their, the patient, their family member on the flight? 
Absolutely. We probably have family members on about a third of the transports that we do. They're always welcome. We tend to do a lot of dementia patients domestically. And interestingly enough, many folks who have dementia are on better behavior when they're under the care of a caregiver than they are when they're surrounded by family. And in some cases, it's the other way around. So sometimes fam- you know, elderly folks who have dementia or other cognitive impairments are better off if there's a family member. So again, we, we try to customize it to what's best for the particular client. Okay. I'd love to get a general idea of cost. I know it's difficult to be specific, but would you be able to give the audience an indication of some ballpark costs for common transports? Absolutely. If we're transporting patients up and down the East Coast, you know, Florida to New York or Florida to Philadelphia is a relatively common transport for us. All inclusive, it usually runs around $6,500 to $7,000. And you know, while that may sound high, what we provide to all of our clients is a complete breakdown in the costs so they can actually see what goes into that. Things like the, the actual fee for the nurse and coordination services. And then there's the first class flights for the patient and the nurse. And then there's the hotel for the nurse, the ground transportation for the nurse, and then the cost to get the nurse down and back. So by the time you're finished adding all of that up, a trip up and down the East Coast, again, about 6500 to $7,000. Going across the country is probably you know, close to $10,000. Again, the big variable being what are the cost of the airline tickets? Our fees are generally pretty consistent, but other airline fees and special equipment we may want to bring on board can impact things. We try to be very transparent and break it down so the client can see exactly what's going into the cost. Right. Well, it seems like the example you brought up earlier, it's a vast difference in cost with the air ambulance. I think that's important to point out that really in comparison, it's it's a very different number. Yes. And the patient that I cited uh, that we flew to San Francisco was probably on the high end. It was probably just under $20,000. And that was because we had two staff going with them. We had to take an ambulance to go from Philadelphia up to New York again, so we could get on a nonstop flight from New York out to San Francisco. And then we had a a two-hour ambulance ride once we got into San Francisco. Actually, the patient was going to Sacramento. Plus, we were bringing our special reclining wheelchair. We were bringing our oxygen. We were bringing our suction. So that was you know, pretty much a full court press. So just under $20,000 versus well over a hundred for the air ambulance service. And let me ask you about insurance. Does insurance cover services like this? Generally, none of the medical insurance that people think of or Medicaid or any of those services will cover medical transportation. An interesting aside, we do a lot of spinal cord transports for the big rehabilitation hospitals around the country. And what's interesting is in many scenarios, the insurance will pay for the client to receive rehabilitation at the hospital, but they won't pay to get the patient to the hospital. So if you have somebody who's in, say, Florida and wants to go out to, say, Craig Hospital in Denver, they'll pay for the rehabilitation, but not get the patient from Florida to Denver. Okay. And then as far as travel insurance, I know travel insurance can cover emergency medical transport expenses. Would that apply to services like you? Absolutely. We actually do a lot of international flights and repatriations for the travel insurance companies, bringing their members back from Europe or Asia for the people who 
don't necessarily need the ICU level of care. There's a lot of advantages for the insurance companies to use us, and there's actually advantages for the client. Not only, obviously, is it far less expensive to fly somebody with one of our staff rather than using a private jet, where international flights can be hundreds of thousands of dollars, but it's often beneficial for the client flying in a business class seat on a Lufthansa flight nonstop from Frankfurt to Denver is far more comfortable for the client than being in a cramped air ambulance that has to make three or four stops to refuel along the way. What misconceptions do you find that people have about this service? Can you help clear those up? Well, the biggest misconception that people have is they don't realize the capabilities that we have. Folks who work in hospitals tend to think that somebody needs medical transportation or they need oxygen or they're immobile, that the only option is air ambulance. They don't sometimes even think that a patient can be transported on a commercial flight. And with the risk of oversimplification, I often tell hospitals and case managers that if the patient can physiologically tolerate sitting up in a wheelchair, we can pretty much transport them on a commercial flight. We have done people who are well over 300 pounds, who have no mobility and are on oxygen and even ventilators on a commercial flight. Bob, thank you very much. It's a service that I was not aware of. I think the listener will certainly be interested to learn about something like this. So I appreciate you being on. Where can people find you online? Where would you like to send them? Absolutely. Well, what I would like them to do is please feel free to visit our website. It's just Flying Angels. But what I really encourage people to do is Google us, Google Flying Angels Reviews, see what other clients have said about us. I often feel that I, I care more for what other people say about our service than what I can say about it. Go to our Facebook page easy to find us on Facebook at Flying Angels and see what, what people have to say about our service there. That's great advice, Bob. Thanks for joining today. appreciate it. Damon, it's been a pleasure. I hope you have enjoyed this talk with Bob. Like I said, probably something you don't need now, but you might in the future. You also probably didn't know about it, so now you do. Visit Bob's website at Flying Angels. You can learn more about them, or like he said, Google them. I have the usual favor to ask. Please help promote the show. I really appreciate it. Reviews are very helpful on the podcast services. You can forward this to a friend. You can share it on social media. I would really appreciate it. Thanks again. Safe travels.